How many fingers can you get in your mouth? Just that's how we're starting the show. Yeah, I can get five fingers in my mouth if I want. Oh, I feel very deflated all of a sudden. Come on, mate! Another successful year at Cheapso HQ, better known in the common parlance is the House of Pickles. Hello, this is Cheap Show, it's an economy comedy podcast. I'm your host, Paul Gannon, and joining me, as ever, is my good friend, Eli Silverman. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Cheap Show. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, all right? fingers can you get in though no i'm not talking how many fingers can you get in your mouth can i I have a nap now you can but you know what will happen if you have a nap the little teeth gremlin will come the teeth gremlin made up it wasn't a real thing that that person was told wiggle your teeth (laughs) (laughs) don't start don't start with the tooth gremlin or the tooth gremlin will get you it's true. Yeah, but... I heard about it somehow. On a, the Tooth Kremlin's not real. I heard it on a podcast. Paul, it must be real. Tooth Kremlin's not real, but you know what could really happen? You've been struck you, by... You, for example. You've been struck by a Tooth Kremlin. do you know what's real, though? Do you know what's real, though? Yeah. Leaky Norman. Leaky Norman? Leaky Ken. Leaky Ken. Get your characters right. Come on, mate. No, come on. There is a Leaky Norman. Get your Norman. characters no, right. I just got confused because his brother's called Norman. And, and he's is, al- is also he, Leaky. Is, he, is it a Leaky family? Yes. What's his mum's name? She's called Leaky Leaky. You know what? I can see racist material coming based on that name. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. Leaky that could be a Chinese name. No, no. They're not Chinese. Well, what's the name then? What's Leaky then? It refers to his uh, compulsion. Who's compulsion? Mate, your story's fallen apart. It refers to the compulsion, name. a genetic compulsion in the whole family yeah. to quietly go into people's rooms when they're asleep and sort of Dray- flaccidly excrete. How does the lady do that then? Do you, I don't have to ask me that. <laughs> you should try. She just stoops. Oh, you know what? I don't fucking want to know. <laughs> I just don't. Leaky, Leaky Ken is real, anyway, and he's really visited you. I can tell you that. Welcome to Cheap Show, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Leaky economy Ken is pop- real. Leaky Norman is real as well, mate. They do. They work as a tag team. Yeah, do they? Yeah, yeah. Great. What he Gr- goes? I love Norman. Norman, it's time for you to be Leaky. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes in, you know, and they they pass like strangers in the night. How, how do they? How do they pick their victims? It's you. It's just you. It's just me. It's Leaky only Ken you. and Leaky Norman pick on me they directly. They exist to, uh, to uh, flaccidly yeah, but spuff on you. You're Leaky Ken and Leaky Norman, so that you do I'm it. Leaky Ken. So you just... Are you saying I'm Leaky Ken? Yeah. I'm but not Leaky you Ken, You are mate. Leaky Ken. I'm not Leaky Ken, mate. I am. <laughs> you are. It's like you're Batman. It's like, by day, he's Eli Silverman, but by night, he's Leaky Ken. 
Look, look after your foreheads, gents. He'll be plopping his flaccid todger down on it and excreting a weak piss jism. So, Paul, what have we got coming up on the show today? <laughs> <laughs> we have a lovely, 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 lovely trip to uh, your trip, platter. A trip down platters. A trip down the platter well, avenue. They're not... No, not to be honest, this week they are not, strictly speaking, Silverman's platters, are no. they? No. But it's the platter section of the show when we talk about vinyl. It, we talk well, all things vinyl. It works. All things. All things. All things. We work mahogany. them all in. We talk all things teak. I, I talk all things. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You mean tonight or ever again? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, Paul. I don't know. Is this you quitting the show? No. He says, mulling over his other options Just and going, give me, oh, give me something. Oh, well, by the way, oh. now that we're on the topic, yeah. Haven't you mentioned this on the show before, though, already? This? Yeah, but we haven't tasted it. Do you know what? We never right. will. Okay. I bought this Kenyan-style Tudor, Chevda. Which yeah. is like a Bombay mix style thing. Yeah, African Bombay mix. And I checked it, and I checked the ingredients, and it didn't... I couldn't see it said raisins. Look at that. It's got fucking swimming with blonde sultanas. That's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. 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 Not wanted. But maybe that's just how they have it, though. That is how they have it, and they're wrong about oh, food. You'd, so we will not I mean, be tasting that on cheap. Is it a cultural thing? It's not. It's a disgustingness thing, Paul. Oh, well... Did they taste the league though? against fruits with ruined? meats shall rear its head and defend celery and iceberg lettuce. Is that it? In your weird niche protection racket? Well, it's not a protection racket. Well, whatever. It's a protest movement. I can show you a protest movement when I take a shit right on your nose. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. yeah. Whew. The big stink, they call it. Whew. I'm running out of insults for you. I can hear Small a, stuff. one of our superheroes approaching. I'm Pun Stopper. Gag Stopper. Pun Stopper. <laughs> Is it? I had Gag Stopper Incorporated got in touch right. with me and said they I had to change my name. Well, so you're going to have stopper. to stop your own avatar, Paul Gannon. It's going to be tricky. Yes, because I love him. <laughs> right. Okay. I love Paul. Okay. Do you love me? I love you. Okay. That's great. I Why go- don't you two kiss? Well, let's kiss. Ooh. Add a bit more. Oh, yeah. Bit more. Stop my pun. Right. Stop stop my puns. Oh, stop your pun. Oh. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Paul. Paul, no. Why's it got Uh, mouth noises? It's just gone mouth noises. All you do is mouth noises, man. Oh, right. I'm off now. Goodbye, pun stopper. I, I. He certainly stopped his puns. Going home to my wife. All right. He's secretly, uh. Hot for you. You lead more than one double life, don't you, pun stopper? He certainly does. Yes, hypocritical bastard heartbreaker. It's always the same. Paul, now Paul. He does this a lot. He flies into my life. He says, don't do that pun. And then he goes, what pun did can you I do? have one more what, little kiss, please? What pun and did you do? And then I go, do? all right, but it's the last time, pun stopper. <laughs> and I kiss him on the lips. Right. And it all gets heated for a moment. It and did. he leads me up the garden path. Get, and you then know he what? goes, oh, I can hear a pun happening. And he runs, flies off. It didn't get heated enough for me. No. No. No, not at all. We'll do a pun then and maybe he'll come back. I don't want him to come back. Do one. Do, do, do a pun. Him. Do a pun. I want him to come back. <sighs> oh, what's that stuff called again? Chevda. Chevda. Chevda what? 
Chef to puke after eating it. No, Chef. he's not coming back. <laughs> he's not coming back. All right, that's fine. He's gone. Didn't it qualify as a pun? He's gone. No, didn't Chefter. qualify as comedy. Chefter. Chefter. I can't think of a pun on Chefter. No, because you check. Because you have to. Because you have to vomit because of Chef. the Sultanas. Because you have to. Because you have to. We're not making this work. We're literally Chefter. trying to squeeze a round peg through a square hole right now. Oh, with this. yeah. No. Wow. No. <laughs> How no. square? Describe the hole. It's uh, around a round one. It's around one. And how square? Is it square? What are you doing? <laughs> Coming up on the show today, we have what we got. What we got? What we got? We've got we've got the platter. Oh, we've got the platters. We've got a league of snacks, and we've got it's a, a very little... serious league of snacks and crisps. And um, and we're going to end with a a nut butcher challenge. A nut butcher challenge. Nut, nut, nut butter challenge. Nut- not that bucket. sounds like. What is it? I found it in a shop. <coughs> Bush Tucker. Bush Tucker. Bush Tucker challenge. It's called the Bug Tucker challenge. Oh, Bug Tucker challenge. Spin the wheel to see which bug you will eat. But these are sweets. I'll explain in more detail later. Right. What else? That's it. Yeah. Bush. We've had. Bug, That's it. That's all the Bug Tucker, pun stopper, heartbreaker, love maker. Salt shaker. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, That's okay. the show. No, good, good. Hey, Bless you. What's that you're drinking? It's green. Uh, that is tea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Good, good point. It's milky matcha. Like a latte. Pre, like a tea latte. A, a pre-made matcha latte. Oh. Is, yeah. is that cheap? No. So it doesn't We're really frauds, work, aren't we? Well, ladies, I just gentlemen. want to taste it. Matcha's, but matcha's very sort of his high end anyway, isn't it? It's right, expensive well, stuff. It's quite nice. Do Ladies like the, and gentlemen, you don't like the taste stra- of green tea, do you? I do. I do. Yeah, just carry on drinking it, mate, in the They're show. fucking sultanas. What about this as well? Stop talking like my dad. Complaining about sultanas and tea. I'm not complaining about the tea. I said it was nice. Oh, uh, well, yeah, just have a face of a complainer. Sultanas. Right. What about this? Ramu bottle grape. It's a grape drink. That tastes like r- Ramune? Ramune. Now, Ramu bottle. Do you think the translation is marble bottle? I don't know. Because it is the, everyone must be familiar with those. Yeah, the little Japanese soft drinks. Soft drinks that have a marble in the neck. Yeah. And then you do something with the, the lid. You pop it down. Yeah, you pop it down, the marble drops out. And it releases out. the marble. I'm really interested to know what the history of that is. I bet Because a lot of these Japanese things are things that go back years and years and years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But this is a you know Ramu bottle like t- grape, but it's just a normal bottle. And they've got a picture of that bottle on yeah. the, on this normal bottle, as if they're saying, this is the type of stuff that you'd put in that bottle with a marble, but we're not going to do that. Why are they going to do that? Because it's terrible for the environment, probably. Probably, so they have to now just affect it by the iconography on the bottle. Having a picture of it. Yeah. Well, the bottle itself Very, is reasonably this, nondescript. This stuff is evil, man. Is it? Mm. So sweet. Yeah. So artificial. Great. So, yes. And how much did that cost? Is it expensive? Yeah. Stop buying expensive <laughs> stuff. It's called Cheap Show. Oh, well. It's not that much, stop is it? showing it off. Look at my Ramu bottle style, <laughs> Maybe it's to do with um, the containers. Maybe in the past, they used to have jars of balls in, so it wouldn't spill if you tipped it upside down. The, the marble would roll to the cl- stop and Well, they must close. have some. It's something. must be something like There's that. Some, I'm going to look that up. Well, not now. Oh, I, oh I, not now. I don't want to do it now. I don't, I don't want to do Cheap Show. now. Can we carry on with the show? I'm just trying to... Oh, all right. I'm going to do League of Snacks now. That's exciting. We haven't well, done that in a that. while. Let's fucking do that then. Right. Come on. Let's, let's kiss. 
<laughs> no, no kissing. <laughs> well, that's good. You've look. already had a snog. Pun stopper not doing his job. No. And not getting me hard. Because it was so weak. Lily livered. Well. Right, let's do. Stop making noises. Hello. Right. <laughs> yeah? No, I've got to stop it and okay. then the link and then the sound effect and then the spit. Good. It's time for the League of Snacks. And crisps. What have we got? What have you chosen for the... Uh... And crisps. What have you chosen today for League of Snacks? Doritos. In, why did you pick Doritos? Well, they've been ubiquitous for a number of years. When the did they first come out? In Britain. I'd say the 1990s in Britain. I could do some research. Do some, re- do some fucking, do some fucking research. It's a serious part of the show. League of Snacks and Crisps. Doritos. Right, let's find out about Doritos. Yes. Oh, is an American brand of flavored tortilla chips produced since 1964. Oh, yes, by but Frito I think they only, I, Yes, Frito Lay, obviously the huge company. The original Doritos were not flavored. The first flavor was Taco, released in 1967. Although other flavors have since debuted for the company. Doritos originated in a restaurant at Disneyland. Ah. Didn't know that. This is actually quite fascinating. <laughs> In Disneyland, so they're always a sort of pretend. And then nationwide, 66, they released in America. They're like a pretend sort of authentic item, aren't they? They are like a kind of theme park snack. Yeah. When you think about yeah, it, so it yeah. makes sense that that would be, it's, yeah, that would be its history. But when, what I want to know is when they were introduced to the UK, Paul, because I believe that was no earlier than like 1990. No, you're probably right, but this particular Wikipedia page does not say anything about it. Just merely focuses on the American market. Do you remember them? They came in in the 90s. I think you would have been right because it's not Mexican food was not big in the 80s, and it was starting to become a bit more popular in the 90s. They haven't been here since the 60s in this country. No, no, no. I don't think they have. I I think you're right. I don't think they have. So you have. We're going to taste all three. Talk into the mic. How hard is it though? Do we have to have another episode where (laughs) we talk about this? No. Let's not have another episode where we talk about it. Yes. Behave yourself. Well, Just looking at some crisps. All right, then. So, anyway, Doritos. So, what was the first flavour that came out? It was probably the Ice Cool Original. Cool wasn't Original. It? That's cool why original. it's original, isn't it? What does Cool Original flavour mean? What's it's it taste cool. like? It's cool. Yeah, but what does it taste it's of? It's original. What does it taste of? It's. I always think it's sort of like a ranch sort of style flavour, isn't it? Oh, really? do you think? That's actually. Yes. Let me um, look for flavours and see what it says. Here we go. But it's a strange non flavour, isn't it? Usually a flavour says something like cheese or... Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's... It's but just it's, cool original. That's like what's saying... What's the ingredients it's, say? It's just new, new hot. Well, it's, let's have a look. Cool the ingredients don't say it's got a, They've got cheese. There's cheese in them. I've noticed vegetable that. Vegetable oil, cool original flavouring, contains milk. Yeah. It just says flavourings contains milk. It's ranchy. It's like garlic, cheese, garlic sort of. Herby cheese garlic, isn't it? Made in a factory that also handles wheat, gluten, barley, soya, celery, mustard. And giant squid. Uh, thumbs up or thumbs... Oh, the weather outside is frightful, so sit back, relax, and slay your Christmas party with this seriously cool snack. You might be right, it might be a ranch-style thing, but for me, it's always been a bit cheesy. It is cheese. It's a cheese ranch. Well, let's open the bag up. This no, is no, we've got three flavours. We let's can do it one first. at a time. Co- All right, so we start with cool yeah, original. Keep the mystery going. Right. Otherwise, we blow our load. 
Oh, he's having a huff. I like the huff on that. Have a look. I have to say, I like the huff on that. It's almost um, like tangy, tangy salt and vinegary. Yes. So they are just. You've seen one tortilla chip. You've seen them all. That's what the shape is. Let's have a little taste. It's really hard to describe. There is a sort of vinegariness <laughs> to it, isn't there? Yeah, there really is a vinegariness. Yeah. <coughs> God, that's a goal. <coughs> you, you okay? <coughs> now I've got a headache. He's still hung over, everybody. Shut up. Okay. It says I went onto the website. What is what is cool flavor? It says the flavor in the US is called Cool Ranch. Thank you. It's very on a forum much. on Digital Spice. So they had a forum. Cool original Doritos. And then someone says, dunno. Sour cream. Yes, there's definitely a sour cream sort of flavour Yeah, to it. there is. The flavour in the US is called Cool Ranch, but nobody over here knows what ranch is. It comes from one of the most popular salad dressings called Hidden Valley Ranch. It's a very nice dressing. You can also make a ranch dip for Doritos. Um, there you go. So basically, it's a kind of a ranch dressing. <coughs> oh God. <coughs> I think I'm going to die. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's tickling my throat and it won't go away. It's a cough. I had it. It's not. It's a tickle. It's a cough. This thing. You're getting a cough. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of Dorito. I can feel it in my throat. All right. Uh, <laughs> stay in the podcast. This is all real. <sighs> No, don't keep that in the podcast. It's disgusting. I'm eating another crisp. <laughs> oh, God, Paul. Oh, you made me cry. That was so funny. <sighs> right, what do you think of uh, cool Doritos, then? I've never gotten on with the flavour. Really? There's something about it. I'd rather just have a plain tortilla chip. So would I. I don't like all the flavouring, because it's also quite a kind of thick flavouring to it. It is, and it's almost, it's very kind of chemically, isn't yeah. it? It's a chemically flavour. I would if I was really hungry, just eat a pack, though. Yeah, that's the thing, though. It's like you get stoned or you're drunk and you come home, you can't be asked to cook, and you open one up, and then half an hour, it's all gone. But it is ranch, because they're called ranch in the States, and that's obviously because ranch has no meaning yeah. in our culture, does it? No. It's not a thing that is known about at all. Do you know what I mean? Mate, I feel like shit today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like shit doing this episode. I know, Paul. I'm sorry. I'm bunged up. You have to do it, though. Do we it. don't have to do it. We could just stop. We could do it some other time. No. We have to carry on. Okay. Now. So, we need to rate it in the four categories. And the first category is flavour. Flavour. Oh, I don't know. I've never really liked that flavour. So, um, um, is it out of ten? certainly is. I'm going to go for six. It's not unpleasant, but I don't care for it. Now, remember, we have to agree on this. I know, but that's why I'm saying. I'm saying I want to push it up. Yeah. To 6.5. All right, 6.5. I we can, can agree on I that. Can, I'm happy with that. That's fine. It's, you know, yeah. it's not very good. No. It's not very good. Okay. Next. Uh, texture. Texture. Oh, it's got nice. a nice texture. Good texture. Oh, it's they're great. They're quite thin, aren't they? But still quite corny. Yeah, and there's still a lot of crunch to them and bites. Yeah, so texture's good. be very good. Eight? Yeah. Eight. It's, it's a, you can't really go it's wrong a solid with it. You can't with a corn chip. Not really. Well, you, you can. You can. It can take a little don't. bit stale, but they these don't. don't. I think that's Doritos. One thing they try and get. They want Spot the crunch. On is the crunch, and they've it? worked on that and since the sixties, and they've done it. They've done it. They've achieved crunch. They've rock and rolled. So it. we're giving eight for texture. Yeah, next uh, nostalgia. No, not nostalgia. Is not next. Value yeah. for money. 
Oh, value for money. Now, so this these, is a multi-big bag thing, isn't it? These were all a quid, and these are the Christmas... So they're on probably a promotion. These are Christmas promotion packs, but these are 180 grand big Yeah, packs, they're huge they're big bags. Each. That's good value for money. But it on average, good. they tend to be about 80p for smaller bags. They're the same. They're the same as a, an equivalent bag of potato yeah. crisps, aren't they? And if you're in that mood, it's probably a bit, you get a bit more value for money for a Dorito bag than a Walker's. Do you Walkers. think so? Why? They're heavier. Heavier. And also, heavier. I mean, you probably get less in, but it's more kind of a... It nice... feels more like food for some reason than yeah. a potato chip, doesn't yeah. it? yeah. It's a bit more legit when it comes to corn-based snacks. These have got, like, fake snow on them. I don't think we need to take that into consideration. I just it think value for money. walls with boughs of holly is crossed out and Doritos is said. Yeah. You wouldn't want to deck your halls with Doritos. No. It'd be a nip, Not unless you're very poor it'd, this Christmas. It'd be very um, cheesy. Oh, mummy, why does the hall smell of cheese? Because we've used Doritos. Oh, mummy, we've why, used them. Why are you the prostitute from the old... Other episode. Because Paul can only do a few voices. And Mummy, why are there crisps up on the ceiling? I haven't got an answer for that. Why have you decked the halls with Doritos? What does the other one say? We're poor. All I want for Christmas is you. You is crossed out. Yeah, and it says Doritos. Doritos. Oh, imagine being that lonely where all Chris- you have a Dorito Christmas. All I want for Christmas is Doritos. Oh, just sit in my room, eat a bag. And People do bag, get into them. And then another bag. And then another bag. And then I have another bag. And then I'll have a sleep. And then I'll have another bag. <laughs> and then another bag. Right. We've, le- we've reached a level of mediocrity now on this podcast. And then another bag. And then another bag. Okay, right. Value for money. What are we going to rate it then out of that? We need to come up with a number. Value for money, I think, is high. I'm going to go for 7.5, pushing that out there. Yeah, no, 7.5 I'll go with. It's a little bit costly still, especially if you compare it to, say, a Space Invader snack, or whatever they call them, because, you know, you get a nice little bit of snack there for your money with a Space Invader. What are they called, Space? Space Invader. Are they called that, the snacks? Yeah. Space Raiders. Space Raiders, thank you, yeah. They're more value for have money. Have we covered those before? Yeah, we have covered them. I hope. We're Biffo. Oh, yes. Now, <clears throat> moving on to the most controversial of the categories. But we stand by least. it. We stand by this. Yeah. I stand by it. I stand by you. Oh, please. I stay by you. Please don't sing that. Uh, nostalgia, everybody. I so, by you. Now, nostalgia. Yeah. What do you reckon? What's your nostalgia well, associated me, with Doritos? To me, Doritos reminds you of that mid nineties extreme. Whoa, dude! It's very oh, radical. They've kind got of thing. a very nineties feel. The brand still, yeah. don't they? Even though they're a sixties snack and blah blah blah. For me, they are the nineties cool rad extreme snack. And, and the lettering that they use, yeah, is totally like that as well, hasn't it? It it's hasn't still... changed. It's got a very nineties feel to it. Yeah, the font and the design. It's got a big extreme heat sort of. It's uh, triangle. Show. Put it this way. It means less to me as a snack than a Monster Munch would from the same oh, period. Oh, totally. Because this is an American snack primarily. It entered the UK reasonably. It came into my life like at least 10 years later than Monster yeah. Munch. At so least. It was the cool trendy kid on the block who wanted to be cool it and was. edging like you. And then... It really was, though. And yeah. perhaps that gives it a nostalgic thing. Because, Paul, we were just like, around. oh, there's corn, there's corn-based maize snacks such yeah. as... As uh, Space Invaders, it. there's crisps, yeah. there's Golden Wonder, Salt and Shake, yeah. there's Square Crisp, there's yeah. Discos. But where is the corn-based thing? Well, it we was didn't an exotic have that in our culture. It, it was, was an exotic thing. It was very cool. Uh, it was like, exotic. ooh, this is a bit different. Hey, but, hey, yeah, but hey, Bob. It was less hey, Bob, based have on... you seen these? Have you seen these crisps? 
They're a bit different, aren't they? I'm trying to sleep. All right, sorry. I'll send Leaky Ken round. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know. For me, the nostalgia is kind of feeling like they're imposters, like trying to. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they've got There's, an Americanness about them, don't they? Yeah, a brashness. A brashness. Yes, it's like the Pepsi Max of snacks. They so are. They yeah. so are. And I and I think Frito Lay are actually own PepsiCo as well. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that's a good point. They are. Yeah. Yeah. that's probably why I made the association. Yes, they're behind the scenes of that's our lives. That's the nineties, isn't it? Skateboarding, Doritos, and Pepsi, Pepsi Max. Max. Yeah. <laughs> that's the nineties summed up in three so words. So what we're saying is they are. Three they things. do cause nostalgia, but for quite a specific. Period so of time. they are quite a good nostalgic yes. snack, but in a kind of interloper, oh, you Doritos. So but we're still go, around. I'm going to go for eight point five on nostalgia. I would just go with eight. Okay, fair enough. I just like to keep that one simple. Fair enough. So all together, what does that give us? And then we'll quickly do so the other two. We're just going to for the other two. We just have to change the flavour, flavour score. That's it. Yeah, and that's that's how we do things around that's here. That's how we do it. It's a scientific method. Uh-huh. If the crisp is the same crisp essentially, mm. but just with different flavours, we. Come up with a score for texture, flavour, and value, value for, for money. money. And unless there's a great discrepancy between the two flavours in that crisp, yeah. we only change the flavour one. Which that is... keeps things spick and span, all squared off. I'm happy. All, all spickety spookity. All the I's are dotted and all the T's are crossed. And I've got it all straight. I've got it right straight, all straight up. Straight up there. Right, good. So can you now sum up what the score is overall now for the cool original Dorito snack on the League of Snacks board before we move on to the other two flavours? He's working it out, ladies and gentlemen. Let me, while um, he's doing that, regale you with my latest hit single. No, no, please. You know you've got it. Where'd you put it? I know you got it. Where'd you put it? That's really unoriginal. I saw it the other day. Where'd you put it? I know you took it. 30. Don't say you didn't. I'll slap you away because I know where my badges went and they aren't on my bedroom bench. And I thought you said you were quite hench when I 30. found them in the sock drawer. And you said that you had swore that you'd not seen them before. Well, you're a liar too. But do do Please. Dun, da, 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 Please, Paul. Please. You really? Where'd you got him? I know you got him. This is a different song now. It's different. Yes, it's different. Paul, finished? Yeah. Good. What's the score? Honestly, good. Right, good. I've said it. What'd you say? Have you literally weren't listening? 31. It's 30. You're trying to look at sneak at my scorecard? Yeah. Don't be sneaking a peek at my scorecard. That's how I get through. I saw you sneaking at my scorecard. I saw you sneaking. <laughs> I saw you peeking. You thought I was cheating, but I wasn't. I just Paul, looked. Come in here. I've got to I've got to speak to you. Yeah. Hello. Right. I saw you. Yeah. Sneaking a look at my scorecard. I didn't. It got me fucking frothing. Frothing in the pantos. <laughs> You're the worst teacher ever. My pantos are frothed up. Why have you got those canes, sir? Oh, they've been up my arse. <laughs> right. 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 Right, let's get the other two open. If you want to go sneak a look at my uh, winky yeah. hole, go, b- b- if you want to b- b- look b- at my b- winky hole, I'll come round. Eli, I do not <laughs> want to look at your winky hole. I was playing a character. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm talking to you, Eli. <laughs> now, 
Next, Dorito. The next flavour of Dorito is the tangy cheese. Now, I don't know about you, Paul, but this is my personal flavour. Favourite. Again, I... Favourite flavour. Again, I don't... I don't like... It's got a very cheesy half. I find them too intense flavour-wise, and yeah. they come across as quite cloying. Yeah. It's a very cheesy huff, but not like a Watsit cheesy huff, which is quite intense. They do have some of the Watsit style um, orange dust, though. It's, a, it's an orange dust, dust snack. Mm. But is that nicer? I have they that's... changed the flavour? No. Because for me, this doesn't seem as thick with dust as You're it used to be. You're thinking of the cool original. You're thinking of the cool originals. I don't know. I remember these being really cheesy. And well, have we, sh- we haven't shaken the bag. Get the powder all around it. I actually do think I prefer this snack, this flavour to the Cool Ranch, though. Yeah. It hasn't got that vinegary aftertaste, the and Cool that Ranch. Kind of one. chemically mm. sweetness. There's not much of that. Yeah, that's better. 0.5% better? 0.5 of a. What, what was the one we gave for flavour last time? 0.5. I would say 7.5. Oh, even that high? Yeah, because I think it's quite a comfortable flavour. It's, it's a full, it's, it's a a full, full point higher than. Okay. By a long margin. Oh, well, they're my favourites, yeah. What would you have said without me involved? Would you have gone a higher score with the flavour? No, I probably would have gone about 7.5. Yeah? Yeah. All right, 7.5. And then, ooh, now we're back to the fucking, almost swimming pool. It's almost chlorine There's almost a chlorinated What flavour is that? These are chilli heat wave. It's on a heat wave. They've got an almost chlorinated smell. I got confused and I sniffed the microphone then. Very good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's that artificial eatness. Yeah. The artificial chilli. We've had a half. Shake it. Shake the powder. Shake it. Shake shake it. Shake it like a Doritos bag. And uh, he's going to have a little few. I'm also going to have a few. It's not strong, is it? What they do, and what I don't dislike about a lot of claim products that claim to be chilli products, is there is some heat that they put in it, but they mask it in a load of sweetness, don't they? They kind of make it more palatable by sweetening it up. Do you know what that tastes really like sugary. to me? That yeah. tastes like ketchup. Yeah. It's, but that's how they... Because they don't is want... Is it like a sriracha-y kind of thing yeah. they're going for? Yeah. It helps. It's I... not unpleasant, but it's a bit yeah. unremarkable. I don't like it. I you think, had to, do I, you think it's what? Well, this is what I we have pro- to decide well, now. I would Paul. still probably have them over the cool you ranch. Would. Yeah. So we're going to say, and Doritos also do plain now as well. We, don't shall they? we put them? We can get this nice and symmetrical by yeah. putting them uh, exactly halfway between the ranch. cool ranch and yeah. uh, the cheese in the flavour scale. Okay. So yeah, let's do so that. There'll then. be a seven, and then seven point five for the cheese. And let's have the final scores for the Doritos. Let's do. Let's. Have well, you got look, a just as a, just as a. <sighs> what have you got? This is a comparison. Oh, okay. I have. Oh, I like this. Uh, some organic nacho corn chips. Now, we will not be rating them on the Liga Snack no. scale because... They're not including that, not included. but let's just have our, our thoughts about these. These are sort of expensive cheese-flavoured corn. Okay, all right. Corn chips. Are these a cheap brand or just a foreign brand, like an import thing? Yeah, imported. They've definitely got much more coarse-grained corn. You know what I mean? They're much cornier. Yeah, but they're also... I, again, I think they've been open a while because they're a little bit stale. Yeah. Which is affecting the overall impression I'm having on them. They are. But try and ignore that. And the cheese flavour is very subtle, isn't it? It's subtle, but it's not. I, I actually prefer the Doritos really? cheese flavour. Yeah. Again, it comes across a little bit too weak. Too weak. Okay. Interesting. Well, there it's you go. a very interesting addition. What's the, the overall score then across the three snacks? Let me just find my pen. While he's looking for his pen, it's time for my latest song. So, it's my no, new song. It's called... I found my pen. Where's my pen? Oh, baby, I've lost my pen. No, I found it. Very short yeah, song. Yeah, short song. Right. So that makes Cool Original of a score of 30, Cheese a score of 31. Oh. 
I guess that makes sense. And it's a full point more. So it'll be 30.5. 30.5 for the chilly heat wave. Interesting. Also, annoying 90s nomenclature as well, isn't it? Yeah. Chilly heat wave. Just call it chilli flavour. Well, that's not going to call it. You're going to call it cucumber bumhole flavour or something. <laughs> cucumber bumhole flavour. I like to try that. Well, you know what I mean. That. You know what I mean, though. Like knobbly pickle flavour or something. I'd, I'd eat those, but I mean, you know. Yeah, I know what like, you're getting at. It's just like, like a, blade, of, a blade. It's trying to create a feeling oh, rather got, than oh, a flavour. I've got a better one. Go on. Like surfing hot dog flavour or something. Or, or it's more like no. It'd be more like skateboarding cat. Or autumn peppers. <laughs> I like that. Autumn peppers. They sound like a soft rock group. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's autumn peppers with. Where's my pen? Ooh, baby, 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 where's my pen? I found it. You have to pay for this, the hiring of the studio today, Ooh. Mr. Peppers. Oh, do I? Yes, because you told me you could sing. Can we cut this stuff? I'm recording. and It's a bit awkward. I can't afford it, mate. Well, you'll have to have sex. I'll suck you it. off. <laughs> yes. I'll suck you. I was going to suggest that. Yeah. Please do it. Forthwith, junk, jump on this knob off my gob gobby. My gob jobby, job on no. Oh my god! He pen. pen. What? We're meant to have been doing the league oh, of snacks. Don't well, make yourself well, gag again. Well, he's rolled up a packet of tobacco, well, ladies and gentlemen, and he's put it into his mouth. And now he has. He's made himself gag. That's his. It's standard this for material. Is now over. Cool Ranch thirty point. 30. No, 30. 30. Cool 30. Cheese. What's the cheese one called? Tangy cheese. Tangy cheese. Yeah. At least that's descriptive. It is descriptive. Tangy cheese, 31. And chili heat wave, 30.5. 30. Well, what a, congr- what, a, what a successful... What a congratulations. What a congratulations <laughs> that was. And what a fine addition to the League of Snacks that was. I think that ranks about right compared yes. to everything else we've done so far. Yes. Good. Maybe we need to find a League of Snack soon. A snack that's, you know, well known. A snack like a pretzel. Well, I'm just saying a snack that's well known. What about those sticks, those uh, those salty no, sticks? No, I know, but what I'm saying is find a, pra- a proper thing that's good for the League of Snacks, but a snack we know is bad. Because we need, I think, a spad League of Snack entry to kind of get an idea of, right? you know what I mean? A barometer of, like, So we need a spectrum. Because we've had, like, 13, 32, and 36s, we, we need to find a snack that's bad. Well, this was quite low as far as they've gone so far. True, but if we can think of a bad snack that's... Eligible for the League of Snacks. I we think need we to get hold it. of the spreadsheet, Paul, in all the seriousness, yeah. so I can do some research and, and sort of crunch the numbers. Well, on we're going to crunch the numbers on that, and then we'll think outside the box with some blue sky thinking, and hopefully, hopefully, knock this one out of the park after some spitballing ideas. Yeah, that was the League of Snacks. That was the League of Snacks. That was the League of Snacks and crisps. Oh, it's coming one of my favourite parts of the show. Oh yeah, it's Eli Silverman's platter. But they're not my platters platter. today, are they? No, they. Uh, one was gifted. Two were gifted at the live show, and one I picked up in a charity shop uh, up the road from here. Uh, that uh, death charity Should shop. We start with that one then, Paul. Chow. Uh, which one? The one you picked up from a d- char- no, death row charity shop? Did you say a death? No, not a death row charity shop. A death well, charity shop. That'd be weird, shop. wouldn't it? Why? What are you sending them? Last meals. <laughs> He's shrugging at me. <laughs> I've got nothing. Look, you could send a burger through the mail to them. No, I think we should start with the one, because I think the last two have a theme. And the first one is a bit of um, 
a bit different as a result. So let's first of all talk about a song that was gifted to us at the live show. It's Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince singing I Think I Could Beat Mike Tyson. Is, it, is that the actual title? Yeah. Not in my hand. Um, I think I can beat Mike Tyson. And with the year of release... Yeah. Is... It's got to be early 90s, right? 89. Oh, 89. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. Yes. Yeah. So it's Will Smith. And Jazzy Jeff, who we know from Boom, Shake the Room, and Summertime. And the Prince of Bel-Air. And the Prince of Bel-Air. Now, I will be honest. Here is a clip of it right now at the beginning. Here we go. Train smooth like ice and you'll just laid up. I think I can beat Mike Tyson. Man, you could beat him, man. No man, word. You, beat him, man. you know, I put on a couple pounds, man. We can do this, you man. Do so I want to listen to that. You know the first thing I thought of? I can't stand this. Well, okay. The second thing I thought of what? was when he starts singing it, I was like, this is the exact same as the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. It's exactly... It's like it begins the, with that whole... And this is the story This is the rhyme structure. The rhyme structure is exactly the same. Yeah. And it has a sort of novelty... It's almost a novelty rap record, isn't it? It almost is a novelty. But that's also what I don't like about it, because it's like trying to be sort of music, but also being funny. And where does it lie? Is it cool? It's not for the parties. It's not for the block party. See, the thing is, I don't know too much about... Jazzy Jeff and the <laughs> Fresh Prince, outside of his, you know, appearance on the TV show. But in terms of, like, how did he get his break? What music was he associated with? Because this is quite family-friendly for rapping, you know? Totally. Well, it's, it's meant to be funny, isn't it? There's no uh, cussing. Where there? was No cussing or swearing. No, because this the back end of, like, the gangster war rap stuff. No, that would have been happening... About uh, now? It would be early happening 90s. the 90s, yeah. So it was coming out... When was... Uh, run, uh, when was... Public Enemy, well, you know they uh, were eighties. Okay, so and they they were innovators and in yeah, in innovators and and they had protest songs and it was quite hard edge. Fuck the police, NWA bands like that. That's well. not until ninety three. Okay, ninety four. Okay, so he still was an anomaly within that music because he was quite family friendly and he looked nice and it was all cheeky. Fun. Yeah, but rap was. It did take a turn towards the gangster stuff, didn't it? Yeah. It was kind of more friendly. He had like De La Soul and stuff. I mean, he did do a, a gangster song at one point in his career. The famous Wild Wild West. That was not a gangster song. It's about, he's a gunslinger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a gunslinger. He's a gunslinger. Yeah. Not a gangster. Right. Same difference. Now, 
I really hate the production on that as well. What didn't you like about? Because I thought it was very too brassy. Noisy. Yeah, very bright and and cluttered. It, yeah, do you know what I mean? There's too much. Oh, there's just too much going on in it. Yeah, it's too like, much going on. That that, that riff that's too going much on the... synth, like synthy drums yeah. and sort of like and like almost a kind of cavalcade of beats yeah. that just kind of fall over each other. It from. doesn't work. Like the last like thirty seconds when like he's talking to. Jazzy Jeff about saying Jazz, no, you yeah. can't do it. The beats going on and they're riffing and trying to wrap it up, and it just it's not good. It's noise and it feels hastily thrown together, doesn't it? Yeah, you could say. Yeah. Can I also say one thing? What did this song remind you of? Something we've also done on this show before. Think another song we've covered. Yeah, this reminds you of. It reminded me of the World Wrestling Federation tune. Oh, you see, no, you know what I was thinking of that Frank Bruno rap. Oh, that was bad. Do you remember that? But do you know Hello, what's interesting? Harry. Do you That's know what's interesting difference. though? Is that if that song perfectly represents Frank Bruno and white rapping, then Vice perfectly kind of illustrates the kind of cheesy equivalent of that. But yes. Mike Tyson, but it's, it's right. more produced right. and it's yeah. got. You're right. It's like it's more legitimate <laughs> than and the other one. It's back in a time when the boxing was sort of right in the mainstream culture, which doesn't seem to be these days. Now, Do you he, know what I mean? I, I guess mean, it's at this big point, still. Tyson hadn't, you know. Had done the had rape the problems stuff and, and had the rape problems and the bite year thing. And so the bite a year thing. Way he was now on he's the world champion. Yeah, wasn't this he? is As the he Don King years. And yes. stuff. yeah. So, so uh, it's a joke. He can't beat. He thinks he can. The story is he's yeah. watching videos, tapes, fight tapes. Yeah, and, and he thinks he could slip and he could dip and he could flip. He, he sort of figures out a way to beat Mike Tyson. Yeah. So he goes off and he tries it. He shit. He describes shitting himself. He does as a moment where he basically says very politely, "I, I shat my pants." Evacuated my bowels. Yeah, into my pants because he gets hit so hard. He said his inside check. He eventually has this fight with Mike Tyson. Oh, does he get hit? Yeah, and he gets hit, and, and he then goes. At the end, he runs back. He runs away after the first round. Yeah, he runs away, and all the newspapers are saying that Fresh Prince ran away from Mike Tyson. Yeah. Mainly because he broke his ribs and shat his pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fair and enough. And then at the end. Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff. Goes, now you were wrong. He gets the fever. The fever yeah. of trying to beat Mike Tyson. Do you think a lot of people watched the Mike Tyson match, though, and thought, yeah, I could have him? No Because I'd That's watch that joke. and go, oh, I you'd just be dead. He's playing off his character as a sort of braggadocio, you know, like he plays in um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Sort of a, a cocky. Do you know what I mean? Cocky, but ultimately a bit of a coward. Yeah. Well, Which he maybe, plays off. Maybe immature. Immature, yes. Because this is the thing. It's like, it's, he's I trying don't to know too much it about... for that persona, hasn't he? You can tell. Was he like California West Side rapping? That kind of that sunny, light, happy go lucky kind that of. That wasn't no. popular. What kind of music was he doing? Because he doesn't seem well, like. I'm not sure. But he was he was a TV star. But it was very, rapper, very it? pop friendly. Yes, this is very poppy. Boom Shit the Room was obviously a huge hit for him in what, 94? huge hits. And so, Summertime, yeah, as I said, we've already mentioned the two big ones. And Summertime is the other big one, is it? Yeah. And he had a somewhat credibility as a pop rapper, but he was never yeah. like one of these sort of, you know, he was like gangster, gangster light guys. Not even gangster. He was like domestic light. gangster because it kind of has that kind of, oh, I've got beef with my gran. <laughs> anyway, I didn't hate it, but it's. I hated it. Yeah, I uh, really wanted it to end. Yeah, but. About half a minute before it did. What would you give it out of five platters then? Uh, two. Uh, I'd actually agree with you on two then. It wasn't novelty enough. Not enough. No. Next track. This is more of an LP, isn't it? So I found this one in a charity shop up the road from you for uh, death charities. And Okay, so it goes back to the things I fucking love about... That's oh, one of the things I loved growing up as a kid. So I, I think I've mentioned the podcast before. In, in the past when I was a kid, for Easter, 
outside of an Easter egg. My mum would always get me a rainbow book and tape. What did she get you inside of an Easter egg? <laughs> You'd think most things would be happening outside of an Easter egg. I'm interested in about what happens inside the Easter egg. Special party time. Special egg party time. Oh, I'm going to punch it's, you. Don't punch me. So hard in the face. Come on. I'm going to just... It's, shall I introduce no, the record? you know what? Because I wanted to do it in my special way. Oh, it's a little trip down memory lane with our resident podcasting technology expert, Paul Gannon. We've mentioned on the podcast before that I enjoy read along adventures. You know, a cassette with a 26-page book. Your new watch. I've no, mentioned it on you. the show before. Right. We have not mentioned the watch, so all right. Go and start again. So anyway, I like these cassettes and books that have a cassette and you can read along with the cassette and the action, the sound effects and the music along with the book. So it kind of gave you that uh, sensation of enjoying the movie that you'd seen at the cinema, but it wasn't on telly. And I know, I never VHS. got into that. But that's what the books were for, to give you the I feeling know. of enjoying the films without I know, but I always them. found them just sort of, I didn't want to do it. I don't know, I like them. We've, I like picture say, books. We've mentioned it on the podcast before. Because we talked about the Ghostbusters one and the Rambo yeah. 2 one. That's I kind of like that. Episode I've got them up there. Look, I've got the Mad... Ma- that's one of my favourites, is the Max Hedron one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got the Mad Max Hedron one up there. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's a bit nice bit of thing, isn't it? It's a nice bit of thing. It's a nice bit of thing. Weird. Weird, Weird movie. We'll have to talk about Mad Max prop. Have we yeah. not... Have you mentioned Mad Max not, on the show before? It's not Mad Max. Max Hedron. Oh, Max Hedron on the show before. We must have. What, very... Did we play a song of his? Did you see that video about his Christmas special? He had a Christmas special. Yeah. It was very bad. I got off on tangent. Well, I have to talk about Max Hedrum another time. Okay. Anyway, so, as anyway, I love these things. I have a collection of them, but I saw this in a charity shop and what I had to get it. What kind of things for Ghostbusters? Have you got a Ghostbusters yeah, one? Ghostbusters had a few Star Trek ones. I had a lot of Disney Star Wars. ones. No, didn't care for Star Wars. Actually, no, I had Empire Strikes Back. Ah. But I think that was oh, because, that's as cool. part of a pack. Nice. So I had... Rage of Lost Ark? Yeah, I had that. Uh, I had Gremlins. I had... I had, like, Pinocchio... And Snow White, some classic Disney, some of the ones. classic Disney. Ones. I think Disney dominated the market in this kind of thing, didn't well, they? Well, they did because again, Disney had that thing about the Disney Vault where they would never release on home video their classic films. So it was more of a big deal when they, they never did. did, did they? There was a big deal when they finally released Snow White on VHS at home, and that was like the nineties when was it was that, first the 90s, finally really to be. Yeah, I think so. They're very they they do sort of. I mean, that's gone their... completely out the window now, but it was very rare. It was like you'd only see a Disney film. Usually, if it's just on TV at Christmas, like Pinocchio's on Christmas morning. Oh, yeah, and it that had kind a certain cachet, didn't it? Yeah. Still, right into the nineties. I, yeah. I remember. Weird. So anyway, I went to a charity shop and found this. It is a book and tape. So it's a book and a and a cassette. But actually, it's not a cassette. It's a thirty-three and a third. Yeah, thirty-three and a third long playing record with a twenty-four page book, seven-inch disc, but plays yep. at thirty-three and a third. Is that rare? Um, just yeah, gets, re- relatively. Plays slower. Gets things more like on. this often. Yeah, uh, they are, but. In terms of the the uh, music, just sort of in pop and rock, it doesn't happen. Although I do have a Grand Funk Railroad. Oh, uh, yeah, you do. Uh, which runs at 33, seven inch that runs at 33 and a third. And uh, it's very good. Paranoid, that's called. So anyway, this is a Disneyland record book. This package includes a 24-page book with full-color illustrations and a 7-inch, 33 and a third RPM, long-playing record with the narrator reading every word exactly as the child sees it in the book, plus music about the story they see and hear, an entertaining way to assist non-readers to learn and to help beginners to improve their reading ability. Now, what's the Disney story we have on here? Is it Dumbo? No. Is it Alice in Wonderland? No. Is it Mary Poppins? No. No. It's... Walt Disney presents Peter and the Wolf by Pro- Pro- 
Prokofiev. 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 Five, six, seven, eight. So this would be 68, I want to say. Five, 68, yeah. Yeah, 68 this came out. 1968. So that isn't one of their animations, is it? This is just for... This was basically one of their merry medleys. You know, so basically it wasn't a full feature. It was a shorter Disney cartoon that was released. Oh, really? And they did. They made an animated feature along with the famous Peter and the Wolf. Did they? Was yeah. it a feature? Yeah, you can you could buy it. Again, when okay. Disney releasing, like, you know, they released this on a double feature with, like, the three Caballeros or whatever that Disney cartoon is where Donald Duck goes to Mexico. Right. And it had those double features. It's of, not one of their more famous uh, cartoons, though, is it's it? Not, though, it's not at all. But, again, this is a book that f- tells the story briefly in 24 pages of Peter and the Wolf. Here's a little clip of it now. Here's the beginning. This is a Disneyland original little long-playing record. And I am your story reader. I'm going to begin now to read the story of Peter and the Wolf. You can read along with me in your book. So as not to spoil your enjoyment of the music, which runs right through this story, there are no bells when we reach the end of each page. Let's begin now. This is the story of Peter and the Wolf. Now, as you know, in the musical score of Peter and the Wolf, each character is represented by an instrument in the orchestra. Peter is represented by the string quartet. And his trusty pop gun by a pop. The bird, whose name is Sasha, by a flute, which plays very, very high. Sonia the duck, by an oboe, like this. What I find quite interesting is at the beginning he says, you won't hear a bell telling you to turn the page. Which so, is different. So live with it. Because, of, doesn't well, it? that's the because every other one is like, when you hear R2-D2, yeah. that's to turn, turn the, the page. page. Yeah. So you could f- follow it, you know? But this, because of the musical score, which is so heavily reliant on the story, you know, because all the musical... Yeah, but do you think some kids will, oh, I need a bell. I don't know what to do. Well, I, what I did know oh, I don't know to what it. to do, mummy. Oh, where's the wolf? I don't know what to do. There's no bell. I need the bell. I need the bell to turn the page. I'll give you a bell. Oh, God. Really? I'm your babysitter. Oh, mate, come on. <laughs> Dan, Dan, the babysitter man, steals your kids and off he ran. Where they are, white van. Where is it hidden? <laughs> Amsterdam. Uh... <laughs> Dan, right. Dan, the no, babysitter man. I don't man. want to explore Dan, magic Dan, the babysitter man. At the back of his hand, where he goes to, no one understands. Dan, Dan, the babysitter man. <laughs> the thing is, he's a really good babysitter, he? but he's just got he's this voice. Sinister. Yeah, and he has a, ho- and he has a whole rhyme to do yeah. with him as well. So, like, he's really nice, but it's like, yeah, I'm Dan. I'm going to look after your kids. I'm going to look after them really, he's just, But He's actually a really nice guy. Good, but he's a really nice guy. Puts TV on, educational, entertainment. He makes popcorn. Everyone has a good time, you know. 
They touch his dick. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Paul. What? I used to think my babysitter... puppet sitting. is Richard. Huh? He has a little puppet called Dick. Does he get to touch the, his dick? Oh. Yeah. I know, it, it was a misfortunate name, but it's his grandfather was called Dick, so he kind of wanted to name it after his grandfather, who was a ventriloquist. But, you know. And how, what, where do I go to hire Dan Dan You can go to dandanbabysitterman.com and... Uh, do I have to, do, has he got a CRB check or You stuff? have to use Bitcoin right. and you can only talk to him via a, a messaging system. Do I have to put so the mask leave a on? Message. Do I have to put the mask on to talk to him? It depends on if you meet him in the street or not. If you're if you just, just doing it over, over the internet, it's fine. But do I have to, if I go on the street, I put a mask yeah, on? Yeah, because you got to, he mostly hangs around the dockyards. Do I have to go on a slippery slide? No. Do I have to? Do- no, this is things you want to do now, isn't it? Do I have to go climb very, very high and go on a slippery slide? <laughs> like we've lost Eli. So, uh, yeah. So it's the thing is, it does a really good job of explaining that nice... all the instruments related to an animal. Yes. So the flute was the bird, the cat was the oboe, whatever, whatever. Yeah, but that was Prokopiev's uh, original. That was the gimmick of it, wasn't it? I think I think so. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's reasonably faithful to it now. In my memory, I remember some of the characters dying in Peter and the Wolf or being eaten by the wolf. Okay, so it was a bit dark. But they Disneyfy it in this where they, oh, he's eaten. Oh, no, he's hiding behind a tree. Oh, everyone's happy. Yeah. But ultimately, it has got that. He goes out and kills a wolf. That's a story, isn't it? He goes out to try and catch the wolf. He fails and loses the friend because he gets followed by a bird and a cat and a duck and things. And then one by one, they're picked off. You're putting me off the wolf. And then they capture him. They snag him in a snare. Uh, the town come and they fucking put a bullet in the back of the wolf's head. Really? No, not in the cartoon version. They but just they leave him hanging in the tree. You know what they should have done, Paul? What? He's got a gun though, doesn't he? Is yeah, it's it a pop, pop gun? gun. Weird. That's the whole point though, isn't it? Right. He's ill prepared for the job at hand. I like that picture of the wolf on the back page. Is that That's for colouring in. Now we should mention the quality in terms of... Very the, good. The condition is extremely high because these type of things are children's things and they're destroyed. It's hard to find good quality children's records. Uh, torn, drawn upon. And this hasn't got any of that. It hasn't been coloured in. Even nothing. the record's in good condition? Now, but the point I wanted to make, yeah, Paul, is if he'd really wanted to kill the wolf, I know a technique. Yeah. Pop a couple of Viagra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just... Wait for it to come round. Hey. Yeah. Waggle the wiener at it. And the wolf. And then the wolf... Saw Eli's erection, and he had a terrible stroke. (laughs) And my friend Eli's genitals were in. God, it sounds like you're doing well, man. Such a horrible state. Um, So the duck's not the right size. I'm picking holes in this now. The duck's not the right size. Doesn't matter. It's a cartoon. Fucking huge, and it's cartoon. Duck's too big. It's a fucking cartoon, mate. So there you go. I really like that. I, as a platter, as a it's it's lovely. I'm I It's a nice little thing, Paul. It's well presented, well narrated. It in somehow good manages condition. to com- yeah, it somehow manages to boil down Peter and the Wolf to what, fifteen minutes or the whole story. And it's educational to some extent for kids who like music. Now, so. there's some of the other ones you can get in the series. Yeah. Sleeping Beauty, Mary Poppins, three Read little pigs. Into the mic. Jesus. Sleeping Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Mary Poppins. Yeah. See, these are all things you could watch on telly. That's not a Disney thing, Wizard of Oz. No. They must have sublet it. 
I, I think the company that makes these Bray some Rabbit. of them were released as Disneyland titles and Bray Rabbit and the Tar Baby. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's the whole Songs of the South thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Rapunzel. That's a good one. They did eventually make it to a Disney film called Tangled. Oh, yeah. but it was uh, computer animated. Yeah. Looked all right. I'm not seeing it. Nah. Some people think it's better than Frozen. Thumper's Race. Frozen shit. That's like a little story. Yeah. Thumper from Fro- Bambi. Did you just say Frozen shit? Yeah, Frozen shit. It's got one good song and the plot's boring. Tangled's better. I think that's quite controversial, Paul. Don't fucking come at me, Disney freaks. Whoa. I'll fucking school them on proper Disney. Seven Dwarfs Diamond Mine. So they've got little ones that just are yeah. are not even the whole story. That just a little, little, little adventure with the dwarves. It's a little dwarf adventure, and Thumper's Race seems to be yeah. one of those. Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I'd love to get my hands on that. That I bet that one's pricey. Now, there's a website you can go to called readalongadventures.com where they've uploaded some of these to I the know, website. But you'd like a copy of the Haunted I'd Mansion love, one. I fucking love a Haunted Mansion. It's basically a little, um, it's a bit like this. It's a musical score trip for the haunted house you go through fucking, and it's every story now, page. I'd like to see that. Based on the ride. This is, you see this a lot. Yeah. Peter and and it's interesting because the, uh, the Read Along story version of the Haunted Mansion features the hat box ghost. Which was a big feature at the time, but was removed really early on the Haunted Mansion's life it because it didn't in work. all of the all of the yeah. media around. It's only it. recently been added back to the Haunted Mansion because they had the technology to finally do it. Oh, they couldn't even achieve it when they built no, the, the, the original. No, because disappeared from his head and then appeared in the box, and then went back to his head. But because the lighting had to be perfect, it meant you could usually see the head still, even after it quote uh, unquote it didn't work. For deli- me, yeah. You know, I, disappeared. I remember that. Yeah, uh, but you got a full story ones as well. Bambi, Snow White, yeah. Pinocchio. Um, Again, all stories that you couldn't watch on TV. And you've also got It's a Small World here. Now, I wonder, yeah. is that the same as the picture disc one I got you? No, because I think that's just a single one. I imagine what they've done with that is they've turned it into a book where it's like, here we are in London. Everyone's it must be a reader. Uh, yeah. Read along. Disneyland record and book. I love that. Let's have a score for that. That's then, a Paul. four for me. I'll say, I'll go with you for four. If that had been Haunted Mansion, that's a stone cold fucking five. Oh, yeah. But as it stands, a four. I mean, that's easily the most desirable one on the list, the yeah. Haunted Mansion, don't you think? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I'd quite like the Mickey Mouse ones. Yeah. Again, you've got all this sort of racially questionable ones, like Little Hiawatha. Lovely. I think that's Native American, isn't it? Yeah. Goldilocks and the Three Birds. Yeah. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah. The Whale Who Wanted to Sing at the Met. Oh! Have you ever heard that? Yeah, it's the story of Joseph Wilson. Yeah, and our last... item our last item today was donated to us at the show again by someone I've forgotten the name of we should have made notes mate I'm bad we should have we were too busy too busy and people find out and just insert it here hey oh so I'll insert it there I'm Pondstopper. Give a kiss. Get oh, off me. Oh, 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 no, it's not right. I'm busy. Oh, they're tangling. Oh, 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 it's a blur. It's a blur of arms. Oh, oh. Oh. I've come, I'm off. You bastard. Goodbye, pan stopper. You bastard. Thanks for coming. Love me, leave me. <sighs> Hate him. You love him, really. He'll never marry me. I know. He looks sad, everybody. Paul I looks he was, sad. He keeps saying, oh, I've got to leave my wife first and then I'll come to you. And he never does. Oh, well. Last song on the albums. Last thing on the show. <laughs> no, is it the last thing on the last show? Last thing on the segment. Is this. It's the... Let me talk. No, right, go right. on, you do it then. It's an LP called Care Bears to the Rescue. To the Rescue? To the Rescue. <laughs> to the Rescue. Uh, and it is bar- made by Parker. 
Parker Brothers, yeah, who made board games. and Who are a toy manufacturer, right? Yeah. Now, this reminds me of that record that we covered before, uh, the Garbage... Gar- no, the Cabbage Patch Cab- Dolls. Sorry, the Cabbage yeah. Patch Dolls. Was that made by Parker as well? No, I don't, I don't think it was. I can't, Is it Mattel? I can't but there remember. also was a record which had the label was just the toy manufacturer. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be made by anyone else apart from... So it's an album that we thought was just going to be a bunch of songs about Care Bears, but actually, like the Cabbage Patch Dolls, there's a plot running through it. But it's essentially a toy advert. Oh, it's a massive a toy advert. And you know what I noticed about all of these? What? They're kind of militaristic. There's... You know, they've it's got like kind of military United, jumps. They're like the they're, NATO of love. When they come, and, and they're never really distinguished because they want you to buy every single bear, yeah. right, all of them, and pest your parents to get them all, Yeah, they they don't really distinguish between the bears as characters, do no, they? they they're, do. This, they're this sort of unit. No, the characters are reasonably broad, yeah, but Grumpy Bear was still grumpy, Love-A-Lot Bear was all the nice one, you know, like they had a certain kind of broad character, but they weren't, it wasn't in depth. They were, And they, they do sort of act as a unit. Yeah. They, then they help out. Because they're stronger together. Yes. But that is, I can't help but cynically see that as Parker Brothers just trying to sell the whole lot. Yeah, but you know what you could also sell them on? It's like if you had a a kid who was afraid of something, you could buy him a Care Bear. It's like, this Care Bear is Scaredy Bear, and he's always frightened, but if you hold him close, they'll help protect you. You know, it's that kind of thing. And the story in this is our Kevin, is he called? The Care Bears are ten roly-poly little bears who live high up in the land of fluffy clouds and rainbows called Care-a-lot. Like Camelot! But ah. Knights of the Round Table are replaced with Care Bears. You see what they've done? I see what they've done there. Whenever you want to share your special feelings with others, they come right down to help because they really care about you. One look at the Care Bears' tummy tells you why they're so good at helping you express whatever you're feeling. In this musical story, all the Care Bears come to the rescue of a young runaway who needs help. The mad scientist, Professor Coldheart TM, Fucking hell. Yeah. Wants to freeze the feelings of the whole world so that no one has any feelings or cares about anyone else. Why don't you sing along with the Care Bears, TM, and help them in this exciting adventure? Remember, every day can be a Care Bear day, and then it's song after song after song telling the story. And Paul, I have to say, the songs are very saccharine and nasty. I don't think they're... Do you know who wrote the music? Edelman. Randy Edelman. Randy Edelman. Do you know what he's just called? I, I do recognise the name. Tell me. So I I only know him from one fa- film soundtrack, unfortunately, which is predictable. He did the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack. Oh, my God. Which is not a great <laughs> It's not score. a distinguished score, is it? But, He's on. a hack. He also did Bloodsport. <laughs> he Ooh. did Scandal Sheet. The Chipmunk Adventure. Uh, Dennis the Menace. Was that the live-action Dennis the Menace film? Yeah, but one in 87, so not the 1990s one. Feds, Twins... Ghostbusters 2, he did Quick Change, Kindergarten Cop, Drop Dead Fred, V.I. Warshawski, uh, My Cousin Vinny, Beethoven. My Cousin Vinny? Last of the Mohicans. That's a step up. He's done a lot of film work. Beethoven second. The Mask. The Mask and the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack sound very similar. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he reused stuff. While You Were Sleeping, Down Periscope, Dragonheart, Daylight, Anaconda, Leave It to Beaver, Ed TV. The Whole Nine Yards, Head Over Heels, Osmosis Jones, fucking hell, Triple X. What's Triple X? It's that American Bond movie where, like, uh, Van, oh, yeah. Van Diesel Van can Diesel, do things, yeah. but he's more extreme. So, yeah, lots of stuff. Uh, recently, recently, the most recent film he did was Max 2, White House Hero. Max 2? 
Is that like a cat or something? Fucking don't know. Don't care. Unless I actually know I do care now. I want to know. Now, the music, I have to say, Edelman, you have a a pedigree. You've worked a lot in Hollywood. I did not like your sugary sort of sub show tunes that you made for this album. The other thing is the people performing it, they sound like fresh out of stage school, just sort of, uh, just the most. Well, I think they use cliched sort of musical theatre style vocal performance. Well, what's confusing me is that obviously it's an American product and it's blah, 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 blah. And a lot of the Care Bears do sound like, from what I remember, the characters sound like in the movie, right? But the kids, definitely British kids singing this. And then I found out it was recorded in England. They they got them out of the stage school. PRT Studios, England, it says. Yeah. So they went, we've got the we got Kelly East and oh Randall Randy also sings in it. So maybe he did the voice of the Care Bear. Also, Max Two White House Hero is about a clever dog who protects the president. I knew it was a dog or a cat. Now, I hated this record, Paul. I I personally thought it was harmless. Terrible. It was better than the co- uh, the Cabbage Patch Kids one. No, I, think. I was going to say, made really? the Cabbage Patch one Kids one sound like a work of genius. Oh. Now this record belonged to a person called Karen Elliott. Oh, Karen, we've got your record. Wait, I want to. I want to show something. Two things. So you know, you got different songs. So let's talk about the three points quickly. One, Professor Coldheart, yet another Eastern East European, European, possibly Jewish bad yeah. guy. Yeah, he's all like, yeah, like, oh, hey, he's a mad scientist, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he, those are really unbearable. Those two. always the same. Always the same kind of voices. They've always Second got thing. a sort of foreignness to them, don't they? Yeah, which is, uh, I guess. Yeah. And the Care Bears theme's quite good, and I thought Care a lot was a good theme, but I think they took that from the movie. I might be wrong. I can't remember well, now. Did he probably did the music for the movie as I well? I don't think he did. To the internet again. Okay, Google. Who wrote the songs for the Care Bears movie? The Care Bears movie's music was composed by Patricia Cullen. Patricia Cullen. Uh. I think the songs were better in the movie. Um, there's this good bit, though. It's not a good bit. Care a lot. It talks about the Care Bears, what they do. Because... Um, um, the Cloud Keeper basically narrates the story. He's the big fluffy godlike character in the sky ah. who sees all those adventures. These are the Care Bears. Green, pink, yellow, and blue. They've got pictures on their tummies that shows just what they can do. Why have you got a picture on your cock on your belly? I'm dick a lot bear. Uh, I dick that. And I dick that. Now, <laughs> and I put that there. Now, Paul. See that plant pot? I dicked it. See that bowl of porridge? I put my dick in that. I'm dick a lot bear. <laughs> all right. You don't, you don't get to come on our adventures very often, do you? No, because I'm dicking things. I've dicked your food. I dicked your sandwich. I dicked that. Dick you. Paul, now. And finally. Paul. Finally, the point I wanted to make, where it's like, Care Bears. What does it say? Well, folks, don't forget, Care Bears are always alert. And if you ever need them, they'll be right by your side. That's false. Then They won't be right by your side, will they? No. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine you're a little little 10-year-old, right? And you've gone to the shopping market with your mummy and the your daddy. Market. The shopping market. The shopping mall with your mummy and your daddy, right? The and, shopping and market. And then you go, your mum and daddy look busy and you sneak out of the shop. And then next thing you know, they're not in the shop anymore. And you panic and you don't know where you go. So you think you go back to the car park and wait by the car. But you don't, you're too young to remember what level you're parked on. So the 10-year-old gets lost in the car park, right? And then he goes, I don't know what to do. So I wait outside and he goes outside and there's a motorway in a wood and he panics and he runs into the wood and the night comes and it gets dark and he's shivering in the cold and he's crying and he's crying because he's lost his mummy and daddy. He doesn't know what he's done. He's all lost and frightened. And then he hears voices. And it's the Care Bears. No, it's an animal out to get him. (laughs) 
a beast. Right. And, and where that, do that the point bears? in the rear. No, that's the point. Where are the Care Bears? They don't exist. That little kid's oh, okay. going, Where's Happy Happy that was go, a long way of saying that. How, where's, and he said, I want him. I want him. And he kid dies in the water. That I'm interested. Care you know what I'm interested in, Paul? What? The shopping market. What about it? <laughs> so they sell Care Bears. In the shopping market. Yeah. Now, your extremely weak bit about <laughs> <laughs> Cockalot yeah. Bear. Yeah. Which he should have been called. Dickalot Bear. No, cock it out. No, because dick is good. It made me think there yeah. must be some adult fetishists who like to get dressed up well, like the Care Bears. Possibly. Like the Bronies. Is there an equivalent bear. thing to Maybe. Them? It might, the Bronies. They might have been these? folded in. They fuck each other. Dream a lot, bear. He helps you dream. Fuck a lot, bear. Good luck, bear. Come a lot, bear. All, right, all the obvious ones, yeah. Gush a lot, bear. Yeah, yeah, all right. Anything else? Shit a lot. Sweat a lot, bear. Spunk a lot. Anything? Spunk a lot, bear. Yeah, is that it? That's all you got? Slosh my gob off and off, bear. Right, that doesn't even work and it's pointless. <laughs> anyway. Um, Slosh my gob off, bear. We haven't played a clip yet. Let's play a clip now of a song. Funshine Bear is such a clown. Tender Heart Bear helps to end the frown. And Birthday Bear brings sweets and cake. And Cheer Bear cures your tummy ache. So call on us to lend a hand. Think of us, we're just around the corner. Concentrate hard and snap, it's true. A Care Bear will be next to you. Yeah, that stuff. That's what it sounds like, basically. It's awful, awful saccharine, awful. Ah, I hate boring. it. Uh, anyway, Care Bears are huge. I don't think they were Cabbage Patch doll huge, but I remember wanting one. I, I never got a Care Bear growing up. I was much more of a Wuzzles kind of person. Therefore, you were I had a, a Wuzzles, Wuzzles kind of person. Yeah, I had a Wuzzle. What's a Wuzzle? Wuzzle was a Disney show that ran for one season. Was it? But had a... Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? <laughs> yeah. And it's about animals that were both... It was two things, so they were both one thing and another. Like Bumble Lion was half Bumblebee, oh, I half them. Lion. They're cool. I had one called Tycoon, half Tiger, half Raccoon. They're like Chimeras, yeah. mythical beasts. Yeah, and they lived in the land of Wuzz. That's where I was in the 80s with fluffy dolls. Okay. Uh, but Care Bears are still very popular. Um, they have a kind of resurgence going on at the moment. People are buying them again in the, the retro thing leading into that. Right. So, you know. It's a brownie thing. Yeah. It can be an adult Care Bear collector. But that is harmless, honestly. I, I would... If I had to give that out of platters, I would give it two and a half. I would say two. I'm going to say three then to knock it up a full point. Well, you can say what you like. I'd imagine if I was into Care Bears and I got that as a kid, I'd fucking love it and never stop listening it to it. It also has their name in Dutch, Trutelbush. And when my mum and dad were having a fight and splitting up over another silly argument and they're shouting at each other and saying hateful things, that's what I'd play as I cry in my room trying to drown out their screams and bitterness and anger. And in French, they're called Les Bissonneurs. Trutelbushes. 
which I think is Dutch. It must be Dutch, right? Yeah. Yes, the Kerbish, the fantastic stuff. Let's smoke a big doobie hey, and cut the Kerbish. Hey, what? Don't. There's a certain character. Yeah, I know. He's not here now. You're anyway, lucky. that's the segment over with now for Vinyl Platter. Which one is the best one today? Which is your favourite if you have to pick one? My favourite platter would be Peter and the Wolf. Yeah, easily. It's quality. But quality. It, yeah. There you go. Peter and the Wolf wins today's Silverman's Platter, even though up until today we've never had a winner on this segment at all. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you've lost it. Are we recording now? We're recording now. Okay. Right, ready? What's the last section of the show, Paul? Right, well, Eli's only got 20 minutes because he's going somewhere more important than making good quality content for you, the listener. That's how much he cares. What a little shit. We're playing a little game because I went to B&M before I left Cambridge and bought a bunch of stuff, right? I've got to speak fast, Eli, because you've got to go somewhere more important. What a cunt. What a horrible person. He doesn't support the cheap skate fans or community. You never see him talk to people on Twitter. Notice that? Or on Reddit. Never engages on Instagram. What a horrible person. And yet people like him. Don't understand that. I put all the work in. But do I get any of the love? No, Eli gets all the love, and then he can wander off this podcast recording whenever he wants. I'm not... Because he throws his weight around, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I know it looks like I'm the boss here, but Eli calls the shots. Ultimately, people don't realise that. So I do... I bend over backwards to accommodate him. Right, I went to B&M, and I bought a bunch of stuff, and we've used it all, bar this one last thing. Oh, I've just got the half off that, and it's not happy, So what is it? It is... Oh, no, Paul. We're going to have a problem here. We're going to have a problem here. Well, let's explain what the problem is. We are going to have a problem I here. bought something called the Bug Tucker Challenge. It's basically a spinning dial with gummies around the outside. And when the arrow lands on a gummy, you eat it. But it could be fruit or it says meat. Right. Can I just? It's strawberry and Dorian fruit and bacon flavoured gummies. That's what's on that dial. <sighs> um, the smell has just hit me and it's fucking horrible. <laughs> That's the Dorian, mate. Spin We're the not going to be able to, to do this. Bud you will eat. Here's what we'll do. We'll do three questions each, right? And then we'll spin I it. just smelt it and it's not good, man. Can I have a sniff? <laughs> <coughs> oh, my God. I've never... <laughs> <coughs> mate, that's awful. It's over. This segment is over. You're not going to be able to get through this, mate. You are not going to be able to get through this. We'll have to try because I've I've decided this have to this has to work as a segment. I've bought <laughs> it all now. Mate, that is fucking horrible. I'm not joking. That's horrible. Yes. So we have a dial, and then uh, I've explained the rules, mate. We've got some uh, gummy sweets, and they're very nicely uh, made, aren't they, Paul? They're nicely put together. Mm, they look a lot like of punks. <laughs> a lot of detail, though. Like the spider's got. Little white eyes and uh, red ridges on its back. I'm sniffing me coke tin because I can't. And the uh, there's so a bad. fly which is like four colours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul is literally very. I didn't. Ex- I didn't think about the smell. <laughs> I didn't think they smelled this bad. It smells. Uh, smells and when like... I said we have a problem, it smells like I a told you you didn't want to shop. <laughs> You know what I mean? I said we had a problem and you didn't want to listen to me. Stop fingering the bugs. I'm fingering the snail. Does this spin well? I want to know what the spinning circle is like. Uh, It's not great. We should take it out. No. Otherwise it won't point at the bug, will it, you dickhead? How are you going to know which one it is? We're just going to eat some bugs, are we? No. I got this pack and it was from 
uh, Tommy Dempsey, who sent us a pack of all the uh, the ghost. We mentioned it earlier: the Ghostbusters drink and the beer and the stuff. Remember the ale. So we're gonna have that on a Ghostbusters special. Remember I mentioned that. But he also in this pack had this. Tell me quiz. The answers change on every spin. So I thought we could use this okay. as the barometer of who gets to spin when. Right? Fine. Oh, he left a little price tag in. He got it from Birmingham Birmingham St. Mary's Hospital, 150. It co- I can't, I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> Come on, it's just durian. It's a fruit. If does that help? The game is to collect the most cards by being the first to call out a suitable answer. There are two sets of questions on each card. On each card, the upper question precedes the larger question mark. This is too complicated. Hang on. Oh, I see. So it's a spinner. It's got two levels. It's a spinner that has the alphabet on, and you spin it until it stops and look. Oh, T. And then then you have all these little mini playing cards, and it says a 20th century invention. So you have to think of one beginning with T. Telephone. No, we'll do it properly. <laughs> All right. We'll do it properly. So we'll read a card. I know where this and then is the going, first person, It doesn't matter what you say. The first say. person to think of one gets to dodge it. You know what I mean? So if I go N and then I read a card and it says things to do with golf. But then N. you're reading it. You've got an advantage because you've read it. Well, you can it. do the next one because we'll do, we'll do four. But who eats the bugs? Whoever you're either wrong or if I get it first before you, then How you would have we to know if bug. we're wrong? We're going to have to look online. No. no this isn't working it's at not, all. It's trust us. Trust us. Trust it. I'm making it work. Here we go. Round one. Let's go to oh, the shopping bug, market. Bug letter. Tell me game. Tell me bug it game. Tell me bug. Bug tucker. Tell me bug tucker. Here we go. Spinning the wheel. Spinning the wheel. And it lands on H. Ready? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Here we go. H. A job or profession? Hotelier. Bollocks. Eat a bug. I've got to spin a wheel. It's landed on the spider. I'm not going to put the whole thing in my mouth. Is that all right? <laughs> I mean, I need, I need something to spit this out into as well if all, all goes right. wrong. Use this coffee cup, okay? Yeah. What does it smell it like? It smells... It smells like... Right, hold your nose and you're going to have to take a little... <laughs> 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 Paul, are you going to actually vomit? <sighs> I'm going to bite it now, all right? See, the texture is quite nice, actually. I'll say that for it. But right. I'm talking, so I don't have to chew it yet. It's just resting just in my chew mouth. chew it. You're going to have to chow down. Pass it here. Paul, Paul. Paul. What are we doing with our lives? You know, you ever wonder that? You ever wonder about that? I hate this. <laughs> I hate this. Next one. All right, I'm gonna. I'll eat one, mate. You're so squeamish. L, a board game. Ludo, Ludo. eat another no, bug. That I was a draw. Come on. I think. Come on, please. <laughs> please <laughs> give me a chance. Spin was that a bad it. bug then? Are some oh, of them mate. nice? Yeah, some of them were just apples. And that was fruit. durian, was it, no, or bacon? Were, oh, fuck, that was horrible. Really, durian probably. C, ready? Yeah. A word that describes you. Crazy! You eat one. I'm going to give it... Just give it a spin. Uh, and it's it's landed on a brown bug. Oh, it's a brown bug. Ugh. It's kind of stuck a bit into his oh, tray God. a bit. Uh, my eyes are tearing. Now, he's very well... And I'm hung over. Uh, I don't like this game. It, doesn't, it smells like a bacony one. It smells like a bacon chew. So I'm going to bite this head off. Oh, he's taking a big bite. 
Yeah, it's bacony. Not very nice. I got the bad Dorian one, which is just tastes like blood and death. <laughs> That's pretty unpleasant. Yeah, it's not good. Next letter. We're going to do two more. Here we go. That's all right, actually. Here we go. Hi. Are you ready? Yep. The name of a book. Indiana Jones goes golfing. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, spin it. Oh, what Scorpion. Now, this might be a nice one. Please Give it a nice. smell. Give it a smell. Bad? I don't know. It might have the smell of all the other bugs on right. it. No, because th- this one is actually quite nice. Oh, mate, stop eating. <laughs> I've got to have a little bit of the tail. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Bad? Oh, God. right I'm having a nice time here why does this always suck for me when I do this fucking stuff god right next mine was actually really nice last one B you ready B I'll eat the dirty one I'll eat the dirtiest bug something made of metal a chair oh Eli spin it (laughs) spin it I got that. All right, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. You, you spin it. You spin it. I spin it. Right. You're, oh, it's empty. Now, I have, to, I have the white bug one. Do you think that's a nasty one? I don't know. I just Do want to give them a smell. No. And see which one's nasty. And then, oh, I think that's a bacon one. Which one? The white one's bacon. But I want the durian. I want the real nasty. Oh, God. I don't know. They all smell bad. <laughs> What's that one? Is that the durian, yeah? Oh, mate. <laughs> Oh, mate. Now, this is a big bug. That's a big green one. I wouldn't have taken that big a bite. Oh. Oh, that's deeply unpleasant. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do this. Oh. That's the jury, I think. It's really toilety. God, it's like... (laughs) It's like taking a mouthful of shit. That is oh. the worst thing I've put my mouth on this show in a fucking long while. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my cheap show. Oh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm glad you fucking like this shit. <laughs> I'm glad you like what we do. If you like to carry on supporting cheap show, why not do it on Patreon? Go to patreon.com forward slash oh, cheap My mouth show. is like a toilet hole. Anything you donate keeps this podcast going and is gratefully received. We can um, buy more bugs with it. You can vote on the awards still going on. They close on the 6th of January for the Cheapskates Award. Find out more by going to our website, thecheapshow.co.uk, or going to the Reddit page, reddit.com reddit.com forward slash forward slash Cheap show. Dabba, 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 dabba. I wish you wouldn't do that, mate. When I'm oh, I know. I know. Pictures that accompany this episode will be on our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. Email us anything you want. Tales on the shop floor, a chat, anything at thecheapshow at gmail.com. Uh, uh, we're on Twitter at Paul Gannon Show, at the Cheap Show Pod. Eli is E L I S N O Y D. Quick, quick, quick. I'm going to vomit, mate. And then I've we also it. have Tumblr, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Cheap Show. You'll find us. You'll find us. And that's it. Mate, I'm gonna press stop and be violently okay. sick in your cup. Because don't be, I'm... don't be sick in the cup. Go out into the other room where there's a this hole. Is the worst Just thing go. I've ever done. Thanks for listening, everyone. You sign Paul off. Is... Goodbye. What do I do? Press this button. Just press that red square. I've got to vom. I've got to vom. Are you going to vom? Don't vom. Just have a deep breath, Paul. Okay. Uh... 
Goodbye, everyone. I'm going to see to Paul now.